BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A Dear Media original podcast. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. I am no stranger to getting out of a funk. And there are, of course, different phases of a funk. There is the part where you do want to sit in the funk a little bit and let that be okay. And I think there's a lot of value in that. And then the more introspective phases come. And when they do, certain types of media can help amplify the process. The clips we pulled for Relationship Week seem to really resonate and spark interesting conversations. So here we are again. Let's get into it. The first clip is from Cameron Rogers, aka the Freckled Foodie, who was a guest on our show back in the first weeks. She is also the host of the Freckled Foodie and Friends podcast, also on Dear Media. Let's roll the clip. This is a message for the person who was like in the fucking thick of their mental health, okay? Anxious, spiraling, depressed, questioning everything, wondering what the purpose of this all is and feeling like it is fucking permanent. Jesse, I've been there so many fucking times. And the thing that keeps me going and the hope that I hold on to is the fact that statistically, every single time I have these moments, it passes. It is always temporary. I always come out on the other side. It's always something that I'm able to look back on, to reflect on, to learn from. It is never permanent. I think this message is so important during a funk because that's the thing that's really easy to forget, that this will pass and it is temporary. And even though it feels like it will last forever, it won't. And I think any reminders of that are really, really helpful. This is a really important mindset if you are in the middle of a shame spiral or a breakup or a career change or new parenthood and you're not sleeping and you feel like you have no control over anything. Or if you're a student during finals. I feel like this specific mindset is so important and helpful. And even though whatever it is may feel like the worst thing in the entire world and that there is no way out, reminding yourself again and again and again that it will not be forever, there's no way it could be. The second clip is from a conversation with psychologists Adam Grant and Brene Brown and Simon Sinek about the beauty in things going wrong. Let's roll the clip. 
the shitty first draft ever since I got that term. We call it the SFD at work. And now we are not interested in seeing the final drafts first. We really celebrate the SFD because without seeing the SFDs, the shitty first drafts, we don't see where the growth is. We don't see where the coaching has been effective. And so we're big celebrators of the shitty first draft. I love this clip so much. And this is really all about creativity, but I think there's so much utility for life in general and all aspects of it. And I think it's really helpful for thinking about our imperfect versions of ourselves and old unhelpful behaviors that way. And honestly, honor the value in that because it's all part of the process. And I think we sometimes feel like we have to have every single thing figured out and that everyone has everything figured out and it's just not the case. And I think that this conversation really leaves room for that. In the longer clip of this, they talk about this analogy of making pancakes and how the first pancake is never the best pancake. It's usually the third pancake because you've had time to heat up the pan and you've been mixing the batter and it's fluffier and it's more golden and you just had time to figure out what was working and what wasn't. And I think that that's really the thing that we're trying to do here as well, which is that self-knowledge and understanding what works and what doesn't is so valuable. We have to give ourselves grace and forgive ourselves for the shitty first draft or the shitty first pancake or the shitty old behaviors because that's part of the journey and that's how we grow. The last clip is from Therapy Jeff, who is someone who I think is so wise and so special and really just gets it. He comes through with four things that he does as a therapist when he's in a funk. Let's play the clip. Four things I, a therapist, do when I'm depressed. One, I allow my sad feelings to be as big as they need to be. I let them take me over. I cry. I lay on the floor. I watch the feelings influence my thoughts. I don't try to suppress them at all. I let them move through me and do their thing. Two, I'm super compassionate with myself, like ridiculously caring. I say things like, it makes sense you're sad. You're going through a really hard time. You're trying your best, but it's so overwhelming. Anyone in your situation would be struggling right now. It's going to be okay. Three, I find someone I can be honest with about my emotional experience. I tell them I'm not looking for advice. I just want to express what I'm feeling. Oftentimes I call them or send a video and they send one back. I just need someone to witness my pain. Four, I start doing my day as best I can. Instead of wallowing, which can happen sometimes, I push myself to complete little tasks. I take the sad feelings with me, but I don't allow them to hold me back. Typically, I feel better as the day goes on. If I feel bad tomorrow, I do it all over again. I love this. And the two things that really stuck out to me were first, finding your people and not suffering alone. And I think this is so important. I have a couple people like that that are like a true lifeline for me. And by the way, I'm that person for a couple other people. And that feels really nice too. The other thing is doing your best to stick with your routine. I love that he said that the feelings still get to be there, but that the routine kind of continues. And if we're thinking about our dopamine episode and how dopamine feeds off positive reinforcement, we could even add to that and say that we're checking little things off a list. Like even if it means like you're putting on your to-do list, brushing your teeth and brushing your hair, making your bed and the things of your routine that might be kind of hard if you're feeling in a funk, but checking things like that off a list could really help get you out of a funk. 
I love this one again so much because it's really about putting one foot in front of the other foot again and again and again until you feel better. And that's what it's all about. These were clips that really stood out to me as having a lot of value for those times when you're not feeling your best or you're stuck in a mood that's hard to shake. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about six products and practices I really lean on when I'm in a funk. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily produced by Katherine Hugh. If you like this episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate us.